0: University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. We're here at the University of Delaware today, and it has a Christian heritage as well. Uh, my guest is a student here with the InterVarsity Christian Fellowship Ministry on the University of Delaware campus, and we're here in Newark, uh, Delaware, uh, for this interview. And uh, we're glad you joined us today. We invite you to uh, check out our website if you're new to the program or haven't looked at the website before. We offer uh, opportunities to listen to a variety of the previous interviews with, we interview professors and uh, administrators, graduate and undergraduate students, and with campus ministers, speakers on campus like uh, Ravi Zacharias and uh, a new apologist on campus, Frank Turek, who wrote the book uh, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist and uh, uh, others as well as uh, internationals and others who are involved in uh, sharing their faith or living out the faith in the university setting. And so my guest today is a student here at the University of Delaware, Wilson Forney, and uh, Wilson, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, Glenn. And uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a a
1: student here at the University of Delaware. What are you studying, and where is your hometown? Well, uh, I am a senior here at the University of Delaware. I've been a uh, interpersonal communications major. Uh, I used to have a minor in religious studies, but I ended up dropping that. Uh, I was actually born uh, and raised right across the border in Maryland. Uh, I grew up in Elkton, Maryland, and so I've been around this area my entire life. Okay,
0: and uh, so, I understand that uh, you really were around Christianity but hadn't made that personal dedication of your life to Christ until you got here uh, to the university. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I grew up going to church uh, with my parents. Uh, I always kind of dreaded going to church. It was just kind of a, well, why do I have to get up this early on a Sunday? It's the weekend. Why can't (laughs) I relax? Uh, I definitely credit a lot of my initial growth to my youth leader, Mrs. Weary. Uh, And then when I got to college, I would say I knew about Jesus, uh, but I didn't really know who he was uh, And I his his sacrifice hadn't really sunk in and uh, gotten a hold of my soul until it was at Urbana 15 Where it kind of clicked and uh, I was like this is real and I realized I had been living uh, Halfway in with kind of my feet dangling over the edge and I decided to jump and go all-in and That's where I uh, gave my life. Amen. All right, and it's uh, the greatest decision
0: anyone could ever make is to give our lives to Jesus Christ. He gave his life for us to pay for our sins. and. Proved that uh, he accomplished that by his resurrection from the dead that we celebrate at uh, Easter time. But uh, maybe some of our listeners, uh, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship sponsors the Urbana Urbana, uh, Conference. Mm -hmm. What is it, every three years? Every
1: Uh, three years, uh, Urbana Missions Conference. uh, It started off in Urbana, Illinois, uh, but then the conference actually got so big that they had to move it. uh, And so now it's in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, and it's in what used to be the St. Louis Rams Stadium. Okay. Uh, I think the last Urbana 15 was about 16,000 people. Right. So large conference.
0: Yeah. Excellent. And it's uh, usually what over Christmas break. Uh,
1: yes. Uh, it's at the end of each year. Uh, I think two days after Christmas. All
0: right. And so uh, you went to that, and uh, it's you said there were thousands of uh, students there, and uh, you were part of a group, I assume, from the University of Delaware that uh, attended.
1: Mm-hmm, that's correct. I was a sophomore at the time.
0: And again, a little bit more, uh, what goes on at a conference like that? So what, about three-day conference, and what do they include?
1: It was actually a week-long conference. Week-long, um, okay. And there are uh, early morning Bible studies you get with a group, I think, from your hotel. And you go to the conference center, and you stay there, and you do a Bible study. Um, and then they have different sessions, like main sessions throughout the week, where they have different speakers come in. Uh, We had speakers like Francis Chan and David Platt. Uh, The president of InterVarsity International, Tom Lynn, spoke. Um, And then they also have different missionary workers uh, from throughout the world come in. They actually had a couple where they had to shut down all recording and all cell phones or video because if uh, word got out that those missionaries were speaking with us, they could put them in danger. And so it was a really surreal experience when things like that happened. It made the whole... um, giving your life to Jesus and mission work uh, seem real. And that was one of the things that kind of made me realize, wow, this isn't just an in-between thing, it's an all or nothing thing.
0: Amen. And uh, I think they also, don't they have a big exhibit hall with uh, organizations uh, recruiting and that sort of thing? Huge
1: exhibit hall, uh, very large bookstore as well. That was actually where I first intrigued about uh, working in ministry because there were so many different ministry organizations I had never thought it was a real possibility until I saw all the options. Um, And so it was a really great experience to get uh, to know some different ministries and uh, get more plugged in with InterVarsity as well, learn more about it. Uh, I also got a couple books from the bookstore that started my uh, growth. I got a 365-day devotional uh, by Dallas Willard on Hearing Mm -hmm. God. Right. And so that was a really great thing that I've learned a lot from.
0: Great, great. And that, so uh, now you feel called to the ministry, is that right? And that's what you're going to do yeah. after. Uh, what are your plans after you graduate?
1: Yeah, uh, that's correct. Um, my The next year after I graduate, uh, I would like to intern with InterVarsity. I just recently interviewed for a position, uh, and I'll be hearing back sometime this week. I'll also be working with my local church, Reach Church, uh, with a discipleship house here on campus. Uh, we're gonna have a couple students come and live, and they'll have free housing, and I'll be able to pour into them and um, continue them on their faith journey as they reach out to the campus and try and bring people in to the faith. Right. Okay. And then after that, uh, I'm looking to apply to seminary. Uh, right now, the number one on my list is Reformed Theological Seminary, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm still I'm still at a nice place where I can be looking and uh, right, sure. not really sure. I haven't applied to anything yet. Yeah. Uh, but I know I'm going to probably take. Classes with the Christian Counseling Education Foundation in Philadelphia. They have a, a five-class program where I can get a certificate of biblical counseling, which right. I think will be a good foundation uh, if I choose to go into seminary. It'll give me some experience of taking classes like that.
0: Sure, so. sure. And ministry uh, does involve uh, quite a bit of counseling too, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, once you bring a person to Christ that isn't the end of it. There's a, a lot to the Christian life and there's a lot of uh, Problems that Christians go through that uh, are common to everybody. hmm Absolutely And so tell us a little bit about your involvement with InterVarsity here and what they're doing uh, these days at University of Delaware
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am one of the co-presidents of the undergrad chapter uh, my other president is one of my best friends Xander Arroyo and uh we started visioning last year around this time uh and we really wanted our to see our fellowship grow in love and our kind of mission statement for this year has been growing in love for god uh, god's word god's people of every ethnicity and culture and god's purposes both locally and globally and so we've really been focused on doing that through our small group bible studies that are happening throughout the campus Uh, we have one on every day of the week except for friday because that's when we have our large group gatherings where the whole fellowship comes together for uh, corporate worship and a speaker that talks on a different topic. I actually have the privilege to be able to speak at one of our large groups uh, this semester to kind of get my feet wet with speaking and seeing right. if that's where I'm called. Um, Great, that's good.
0: Good experience. And mm-hmm. uh, So uh, you're getting started here and active in the group. And uh, you mentioned the idea of uh, of variety of cultures and, and races involved in mm-hmm. intervarsity. I think that's one of their strong yeah. points these days in terms of reaching out. And, uh, you know, what is the biblical basis for the the uh, rationale that uh, we ought to reach out to everybody and that ought to include everybody in our churches?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. That's something we've been focusing on a lot. I've actually been recently reading a book uh, by Bob Shogren called God's Bottom Line, where he kind of outlines that the great commission wasn't just given uh with jesus in matthew uh, but it was given all the way back with abraham where he says you will be a blessing to all the nations right and so that's really been a huge focus as we want to try and reach everyone uh, because that's what god wants he wants people from every uh, tongue tribe and nation and so we've got uh my friend zander who i mentioned previously started a latino fellowship on campus called Mijente, Uh, and that's been growing Rapidly over the last few years, we just recently started a group called Frontline, which is uh, Black Campus Ministries. Uh, that's with one of our leaders, Chris Williams, uh, who's really taken control of that and really made it his own, and it's it's really been thriving. Um, we also have uh, Asian American chapter Rocks uh, that has been growing. We had a couple of our students over this last weekend go to Legacy Conference, which was for Asian American students, mm. and so. Um, We've definitely been growing. We've hit some roadblocks, obviously, over the course of my four years. But uh, by the grace of God, we've been able to continue. And uh, those fellowships have been growing and uh, thriving. Tremendous, tremendous. And of course, uh, the scriptures uh, describe heaven as
0: a place. Uh, I think it's Revelation 5, verse 9. Uh, that could be <laughs> close, anyway, uh, where it says, there'll be some of every tribe and uh, people and nation mm-hmm. uh, that'll uh, and language that will uh, worship before the throne of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, the church ought to look like that. Unfortunately, sometimes the racism of the culture and uh, one of the temptations, human temptations, is to put other people down for all kinds of reasons. Sometimes race, sometimes education. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not uneducated, you get mistreated by the uh, yeah. you know elitists or if you don't have money or whatever. Uh, but what does God say? He says we're all equal, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's the greatness I think of America too—that we're built on the Christ- Judeo-Christian heritage, that all people are equal in God's eyes, and therefore should get equal treatment and equal opportunity uh, in our in our society. And we haven't always done that, but we're—that's uh, our I- ideal and our objective, and what is the model, I think, for the rest of the nations. And uh, so, about how many people are involved with uh, the university these days here at, at Delaware,
1: as a whole? Um, <laughs> I would ballpark around 120 to 150, and that's including the undergrad chapter, Frontline, line, mihente. We've also got DCA, which is Delaware Christian Athletes, Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that's the athletes chapter here on campus. I would say probably closer to 150 when we include all the different branches. Right,
0: Mm -hmm. right. And how about, is there a graduate uh, uh, group on campus too? Yes, there's
1: intergrad. That's uh, a bit smaller. I think it's only around 10 people right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's uh, also here. I I actually think they're having a study here later today. So
0: great. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we're in the university uh, fellowship building, which uh, mm-hmm. has been here for decades. And and, uh, and one of the staff, Will Metzger, uh, you said he, he had uh, reached his 50 year mark here a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. My he's sophomore still here. <laughs> year, he, uh,
1: we had his 50 year anniversary. on working with university uh, staff at University of Delaware, uh, and he's owned this house and. He's been gracious enough to let us use it for gatherings and different ministry, and uh, he even rents it out to students so that they can have a place on campus to live for cheap. So he has really been a, a great servant of the Lord here at uh, right. University of Delaware.
0: And we're just uh, right across the street from, is it the library? Yeah, or the library is right across the street. Libraries. The green is right there. It's
1: <laughs> it's a great location uh, to be able to have a hub for ministry.
0: Great. So. Okay. And uh, so you've been active here uh, during your whole college career at the, with InterVarsity then? Yeah,
1: that's correct. I uh, came into college looking for Christian fellowship, and I looked specifically for InterVarsity because um, one of the students who graduated a year before me came back to my high school Bible club and uh, kind of said, hey, I joined InterVarsity, it's been changing my life. Uh, and so when I came in at the uh, student uh, activities night, I was looking through the different clubs and found the university table and that's when I first met Greg Baker, uh, who is one of the staff workers here. And He gave me his classic fist bump and started talking to me and getting to know me and really got me reeled in and I got involved in a small group Bible study, uh, started doing a a personal one-on-one study with my small group leader and that got me hooked. I was part of the fellowship uh, from day one. Amen. Great. Well, my guest uh, for this broadcast
0: is... Wilson Forney, he's a senior here and plans to head into the ministry after graduating from college. We're here at the University of Delaware in Newark, Delaware, and we invite you to listen to other interviews of our program on thelionsdenuniversityreport.org, all one word, lowercase, thelionsdenuniversityreport.org. And join us again next week at this same time for another interesting interview with a dedicated follower of Christ on our university campuses. And uh, thanks, uh, Wilson, for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much, Glenn. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Report. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844, or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.
1: Welcome to the Lions Den
0: University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the